Are you unable to find common ground with your colleague? Does a debate end up getting you hot under the collar? Well, this week, let's talk about how debating is one step removed from dictation. I'm Kari Watt. I'm a communication specialist, speaker and writer. And I'm here to be your digital coach, where I give you guidance on how to communicate better in your career and relationships or on anything you want to ask me. Because communication is my thing, I want to see you become a better communicator, no matter where you are in the world, how old you are, or what you do for a living. Now, if you're new to my podcast, please subscribe to encourage that I'm actually making a positive influence. And if you're not new and haven't subscribed, come on now, what are you doing? Can you help a girl out? On the Kari Cares Podcast. Now, there are five different ways to have a conversation. And last week we covered how dictators are definitely not winners when it comes to changing people's minds because they're predominantly telling you what to do, giving you no choice in the matter. So this week we're going to cover debating, which is an argument where both people feel like they're right. Now, you're probably wondering, where is this going? But there's a method to this. I've been putting together this as a training tool to help you become a more compassionate communicator. You have to trust me on this. It's good to understand the differences in communication to become an expert communicator. That's why I'm taking you back to the basics. Even if you think you know this, listen to see what else you can take from it. Because you might just learn a different way to communicate on a whole deeper level. So let's look at what debate is and how you can improve on this to be a more compassionate communicator. Debate is one step removed from dictation as two or maybe more people are now actively involved in the discussion. Like dictation, each person is concerned only that they're right. They have opposition in the form of a contradictory argument. Now, the power play also changes from the ability to inflict harm to the ability to convincingly argue with sound reasoning. For example, that's wrong. You haven't considered the numbers correctly. With twice the number of customers coming through the doors, we need 20% more base capital. That's a personal attack to which I object strongly. If you can't be civil, I will not listen. See the differences in that? The underlying belief about debate is that one person will gain something and the other person must lose. It can lead to a fight. Each person takes a position which they defend while attacking the other person's position. In order to differentiate themselves, each person may take on a more extreme view than most people would naturally assume. This polarizing position pushes them further apart, making agreement less likely. Did you know the language of debate is actually taken from the language of war? Defending positions, flanking moves and so on, military tactics are a rich seam of metaphor that describe and suggest the way debaters treat each other. When it comes to romantic relationships, most of us know that conflict is inevitable. In fact, some see this as healthy and can help the relationship grow into a deeper one. Turns out the same logic applies at work. At some point, colleagues are bound to clash and new research published in the Academy of Management Review suggests 
that depending on how the conflict is expressed, it can either be beneficial or completely destructive. When co-workers tweak their debating style to make sure their disagreements actually strengthen their views rather than damage their professional relationship. And this means their relationships will grow into partnerships. The key is to communicate your opposition clearly and avoid getting angry or launching personal attacks. The ideal situation is a debate as opposed to an in and out fight. For example, imagine two co-workers get into a debate while collaborating on a presentation. One co-worker says they should lead the discussion amongst their team. The other co-worker believes that a simple PowerPoint presentation of slides will be enough. In the best case scenario, each co-worker would calmly express their ideas and disagreement. The first point is a discussion would give people a chance to ask questions. The second view is a PowerPoint presentation would be more efficient. Then they would give the other person a chance to respond. Each one would listen to each other and carefully consider the implications. It's likely that the co-workers will come to understand each other's position and resolve the conflict and perhaps incorporate both ideas. Now, many co-workers already practice this kind of healthy debating as opposed to emotional fighting. When people engage in highly emotional fights like shouting and personal attack, they leave people dissatisfied with their co-workers and their jobs. This can also be a cause of high staff turnover because they feel like they're not being heard. Now, while you might not be able to dictate company culture, you can certainly try to manage your own approach to conflict. This requires overcoming the natural tendency to be reactive instead of proactive. But we're only human, right, with feelings, and it takes some skill to monitor how you respond. For example, instead of reacting by shouting back when someone yells at you, practice thinking carefully about what they just said. Is there any truth to it? and what you're going to say. How can you communicate your displeasure clearly without getting angry or upset? So in other words, take the emotion out of the response. Look at it in the bigger picture. Does it really matter? Is it really worth arguing over? Or can you collaborate in a way that is beneficial to both of you? Having a debate is an easy option that forgets about the social price of destroying a co-worker. Collaboration may take more time and consideration, but it does offer relationships that can turn into partnerships and a far greater abundance for the company on a whole. On the Kari Cares Podcast. Now remember to tune in next week when I cover how we can put a discussion to the test and find the juicy elements of a deeper relationship. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to some good vibes and because it's free. Give this away. Share it with friends or colleagues who could use a little help. Give it to them because they can listen to it privately and it may significantly change the outcome of their lives. See you next time because communication is my thing and now it's your thing. Well, I hope it's your thing. I hope it becomes your thing. Is it your thing? On the Kari Cares Podcast.